Hey, welcome to the Power of Positive podcast. It's your host, Nikki Johnson. Thank you so much for listening in today. The topic is strategies for coping with anxiety. I'm proud of you for taking the step in taking care of your mental health and your overall well-being. Just to be clear, I am not a psychiatrist or psychologist. What I'm sharing today is simply what I've learned through research and my own personal experiences. So thank you for listening. Thank you for taking this step, but don't hesitate to see a professional. There's no shame in seeking out help. It's the smart thing to do if you are applying these strategies or different strategies. If you're making an effort on your own and not getting anywhere, take that as a time to assign to get some professional help. It's their job. They know what they're doing. It just makes sense. Do it. You deserve it. All right. So to start us off, some stats because I think talking about stress and anxiety right now, that phrase that you hear over and over and over and over for the last 18 months, two years, hasn't been two years yet, has it? It feels like it, but since the beginning of this pandemic, now more than ever, it's important that we talk about this. 40 million adults in the United States which equals about 18% of the population, struggle with anxiety. What is anxiety exactly? Well, it starts with stress. Everyone experiences stress and anxiety at one time or another in their life. And like I said, especially right now. So you may either have general anxiety or daily anxiety or situational anxiety. I think maybe all of us have suffered from situational anxiety in the last year. Uh, But the difference between stress and anxiety is that stress is a response to a threat in a situation. Maybe that's the unknown or doing something really scary. Anxiety is a reaction to the stress. It's that feeling of stress, a feeling of worrying. It's Anxiety is essentially, in my head, worrying. And that's easy to do when we don't know, when we have never experienced that situation, when there's a lot of unknown or, and or when we don't know how to solve something. I'm going to reference the website in the notes, but this information from the American Psychological Association has promoted, put out, I guess, a campaign, Stress in America 2020, a national mental health crisis. In October of 2020, the study, the research, or rather the report said We are facing a national mental health crisis that could yield serious health and social consequences for years to come. I think it's so important, not only right now that we deal with the stress and anxiety that we have with all that's happened in the last year, and not just the pandemic, the racial and political issues as well. 
if we don't address those things right now, what kind of consequences are going to come in the years to come? The report summarizes findings on national stress levels and proposes strategies to help us recover from this crisis. APA is committed to helping people emerge from this time in our history, poised to embrace and shape a brighter future together. Together. There's been so much separation, so much hate happening right now, that it's a choice for us to either be better together or continue down this road of division and hate. Another stat Nearly 8 in 10 adults, which is 78% of people, say that the coronavirus pandemic is a significant source of stress in their life. And 2 in 3 adults, which is 67%, say they've experienced increased stress over the course of the pandemic. Again, that article is linked in the show notes. Just proof that if you are feeling stressed and anxiety, you're not alone. Not only you're not alone, but the majority of us are. And so if we continue to feel this anxiety and not deal with it, not not apply strategies for coping with it, what's going to happen to our world? What is What are the consequences in the years to come? We've had so much to deal with in the last year, year and a half. And like I said, not just the pandemic, although that's been huge, Also, the race relations and all the political unrest, so much unknown, so much new, so much thing, so many things that we have never experienced before. And now, as we start to open back up, we're in this odd place where some are still working from home and some places are still requiring masks, but others aren't. And some still have their signs up, although I see a bunch of people in the store not wearing masks. So maybe it's just they forgot to take down the sign or as a community, are we over it and just not wearing our masks or are those people wearing their masks, ones that have been vaccinated? Or maybe you're stressing whether or not you should get the vaccine. Anxiety is high because we have so much to deal with. We've never been here before and having to make these kind of decisions and deal with these types of situations and the anxiety and the worrying that happens in these situations of known unknown. That fight or flight thing doesn't really apply to this situation because again, we've never been here before. We can't fight or run. We, we think that's all we can do. All we can do is worry. We run through all the what ifs. And that just leads to anxiety. If you're not prone to general anxiety, odds are in this pandemic, or rather in this last year, you're having situational anxiety. We don't know what to expect or what to do because we've never been here before. And that's okay. So is your anxiety. Your anxiety is valid. Pandemic or not, situational or not, your anxiety is valid. It's okay. When we worry about things we have no control over, we worry as a way of 
protecting ourselves, of having some sort of control. We think if we worry about it long enough, we will magically problem solve it. We'll have an answer, a reason, or a solution, or avoid the thing we're worrying about. And most of the time, those what-ifs never actually happen. So in reality, we're stuck in a worry loop. As much as we want to just think away the stress or will it away or positive talk ourselves through it, and you know how how strongly I believe in positive self-talk, we know that sometimes that's not enough. So let's talk about some strategies on coping with anxiety, because again, I don't feel that anxiety will just go away on its own. I think it takes intention to overcome anxiety or to live with anxiety. First, in order for any of this to work, you have to have a seed of belief. Just like I've talked about with affirmations, I was hesitant at first. I didn't really believe affirmations did anything. I sort of felt silly saying them or writing them, but I did them anyway. And over time, that seed of belief grew. But you have to have that little bit of belief in you. So plant it and let it grow. Really, it comes down to habits. It's easier to substitute a new behavior or upgrade a behavior, a habit, than it is to completely eliminate that habit, to completely stop doing something. And we know it's easier to form a new habit around an existing habit, sort of like a trigger. So being that worrying is a habit, we can apply the same method. Worrying is a mental activity or behavior. So how do we change that behavior? Mindfulness. Be present. Be in the moment. As a society, we live on autopilot basically 50% of the time. If you think about the last time you drove somewhere, maybe you got to a point and you didn't even realize where you were because maybe it was a place that you always drive to And you then remember, oh yeah, I was going to the post office or something like that. We live on autopilot and part of that autopilot can be a worry loop. We don't realize how much we worry until it's basically out of control. So we need to disrupt that habit loop of worrying. The second you catch yourself worrying, Focus on the long-term impact of that behavior, of that worrying. So for example, if all we do is worry about the safety of our child, we can, you know, sort of help with that. But let's say your your child went to grandma's or uh, is at a sleepover, right? That's out of your control. You have no control over their safety at that point. And so you can sit and think of all the what ifs. What if uh, they're playing outside and you know what? I'm not even going to say these things because I hate to even just think about them. But I'm sure you can think of a time where you thought the worst or you played that loop of what ifs 
that worrying loop that got you nowhere except for just being stuck in that worry loop. Because really, where does worrying get us? Does it solve the problem? Does it make anything better? Does it prevent that person from being hurt? Or does it just stress us out to the max even more, playing all the possible scenarios over and over again? So remind yourself that worrying is not problem solving. Sitting in worry does not solve anything. While it might feel like it is, it might feel like you're preparing yourself by thinking of all these bad things that could happen so that you can react or so that you can know what to do. But reality is you're just heightening your anxiety. By focusing on all the maybes, the what ifs, we are really just stuck in that land of what if. When we recognize that we are in this place of worry, be present. Acknowledge what you're doing. Acknowledge that you are worrying. But give yourself some grace. Don't beat yourself up. We all have this this worrying. Be patient as you work through ways of finding a replacement for this behavior. So again, recognize that you are worrying and then choose a replacement behavior. Be mindful. Be in the moment. Think about it. In the beginning of the pandemic, there was so much unknown. We didn't have any information. We'd never been in a situation like this before. And again, anxiety, worrying comes from the unknown, the what ifs, the trying to problem solve. So someone got worried that there wouldn't be enough toilet paper. No one actually got curious to look into supply chains to see how that works and see if that's even something we needed to worry about. But instead, one person got worried and then we all got worried. So when we feel anxious, focus on the breath. Sometimes our thoughts get so out of control, we speed up our breathing and our heart rate without even noticing. Focus on breathing instead of all the things you're worrying about. And breathing will help us feel relaxed, centered, calm, and reduce the anxiety. And when we're focused on being mindful, we aren't focused on our worries. Something as simple as shifting our focus. Now, I know this might feel as though we are avoiding the anxiety, we're avoiding the stress. And I'm not saying that by avoiding these things, we are eliminating stress. Not at all. What I'm talking about is the anxiety, the feeling that comes from stress. So we're not avoiding stress, we're not solving stress, we're not getting rid of stress. We're hopefully reducing the anxiety by not sitting in that place of stewing on our stress, of worrying. Meditation would be another great choice when we feel our thoughts going to the what ifs, when we are in that worry loop. Sit in quiet. Just simply sit and be. That could be in nature. It could be in your bedroom. It could be guided meditation. It could be moving meditation. It doesn't have to be eyes closed, sitting cross-legged on the floor. It could be laying down with the body scan method. 
It could be something focusing on a candle or rocks or something of that nature. Basically, we're just taking the focus off of the worry and focusing on being present, being mindful. And what happens when we're present and mindful of the things around us, our blessings? We're in a state of gratitude. And when we're in a place of gratitude, we can't feel stressed or any kind of anxiety. We're shifting to a positive place. We're shifting to the state of gratitude. So in order to prep yourself for the next time that we feel the anxiety starting to rise, write down some of these things or practice them even now before the anxiety hits so that you're prepared. Find ways to interrupt that thinking pattern of worry, to break that cycle, that continuous loop of worry. Remember, this is a habit of thinking that we're wanting to break. So it's going to take time. Be gentle with yourself, but also be persistent in exploring the different ways that coping with anxiety will work for you. Stay positive and stay healthy. Thanks for joining me today. I hope my sharing has helped you in some way. And if it has, let me know by connecting with me on social. You can find me on Instagram at I am Nikki J. That's the letters I M N I K K I J. Take a screenshot of this episode and share it to your stories to let others know this episode was helpful to you. And could you tag me also? I want to know which topics benefit you most. One more thing. Could you take a second to rate the podcast? It would mean so much. Your rating and comment will help people looking to connect with people like you and I find this podcast too. Thanks so much.